0: Aaron B, Andy G, how's it going, mate? Not too bad, my man. I got my um, five-year medal for service to fire and emergency on Saturday, so that five years flew by. And how cool does it have that? Congratulations! Thanks, man. In fact, Jeez, mate, it's
1: been five years.
0: It has been five years. In fact, the funny thing is, is that because I'm in my walk-in wardrobe right now, I can. Oh shit! I just broke the coat hanger. Um, <laughs> I could show it to you. There it is. There. See it uh, flash? Yeah, I, yeah. You probably can't see it because the camera's not great, but it's got my it's got my name and the date. Oh yeah, yeah. That I actually joined. Yeah, so pretty stoked to get that, man. I'm I'm absolutely over the moon with it because oh. now my my proper because I wear a proper blue tidy official suit when we have yep. um official functions etc. and brigade business, and now I've got a medal to hang on it, and it's not just dull and boring anymore yeah yeah. (laughs) so yeah pretty stoked on the honors night um i was also asked to run some music as well so i just put an awesome playlist together which was just a mix of older stuff for the older crew and some of the newer stuff you know for the younger and uh, it was a good little playlist it was brilliant but because i had to use my laptop to do that on the other side of the room where there were these two massive flat screen tvs and What I wanted to do was run um, like a photo presentation of all the photos that the brigade had taken and put on Facebook over the last year. So I just put like a photo montage up there. But I needed to borrow another laptop to do that. And our deputy chief fire officer, Roger, he let me use his laptop. Now, he is a lecturer at quite a prestigious university university. Here oh, really? in Christchurch, he's a very intelligent man. But because I used his laptop, I put all the photos up on the screen of all the call outs and bits and pieces that we put on Facebook over the last year. And then suddenly all of his because he's a science. I think he's a science professor, right? Just like soil science and stuff like that. And yeah. suddenly once the photos stopped rolling uh, with all the fire brigade photos, all of his science research started showing up on the screen as well. And, yeah. I was like, I was like, and I jumped up out of my seat, went running over there, and he came over as well. I mean, he found it quite funny. But I was like, "Holy shit! I hope none of that stuff was actually secret, because everyone has just seen <laughs> senior science research, and I hope there was nothing there which is going to win you the next Nobel Peace Prize that everyone now yeah. knows
1: about." <laughs> quite but, a, bit, a bit of sensitive material on there.
0: Well, yeah, I'm glad that was the worst of it. I'm glad there, were, you know, I'm glad there wasn't any photos that we shouldn't have seen. Yeah, you know I mean? it's
1: <laughs> better that than the alternative, isn't it? <laughs>
0: Whoops! That's not supposed to come up on there. That's right. He had a good laugh. He even gave me a bit of a shout as well because he's been our deputy chief has been serving the brigade now for forty three years. I think it is. So he he's retiring in March next year. And when he said, "Oh, it's been a great forty three years," he told some stories, and then he basically gave me a shout out. I was the only other person he gave a shout out to in front of these in front of the crowd, and he was me, eh?
2: Yeah, yeah. And he
0: just <laughs> wanted to say, and a big thanks to Andy for showing all my science research to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing, though. I mean, look, because I, I, seeing the photos of his science research, I couldn't make top or tail of it anyway. So I don't think anyone understood it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just look like <laughs> gobbledygook. Everybody yeah. else, absolutely. But uh, what about you, mate? Yeah. How have you been? You busy? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Busy, busy as usual. The work never seems to stop, but uh, life with the kids is busy as usual. The kids have got that many things on after school nowadays, I've just about lost track. So <laughs> yeah. it certainly keeps you on your toes, eh?
0: Yeah, well, this is it. my oldest daughter, Ashlyn, is keen to join the Scouts. And that was um, oh, yeah, yeah but because, you know, she's keen to meet more people outside of school. And I thought maybe the Scouts would be a good thing because I went through Scouts with my brother you know, most yeah. of our childhood spent doing it. And actually, I'm pretty keen to look at being a leader as well. So that, that might be something I'll be getting into potentially. Oh, yeah. yeah, I love that stuff, man, honestly. And- Can't leader Andy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it sounds, sounds weird, eh? <laughs> but it is, though. It's something I do have a passion for is um, a, a bit you know, now that I'm in my, you know, now that I'm 40, um, I kind of want to pass the baton on to the next generation, if you like. And I might as well, you know, use some of the skills I learned in my days as a scout and,
1: and, it's uh, funny, how you, when you get older, you start to look more at doing that. Eh? You sort of you go from using facilities to wanting to be someone who actually helps to grow those facilities.
0: Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. But the other thing to consider as well is when do I fit in time for my wife? <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, Tuesday nights, you and I record our podcast, our radio podcast. Wednesday's fire training. Thursday could potentially be scout night. Um, so maybe Friday nights and Monday nights if she books me in early enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh in the weekend, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, there's another in the weekend. If you get yeah. time,
1: you it, you can just tell her If I get time for you, I'll find something there somewhere. You know, <laughs> see how she reacts to that. Yeah, I've been in bad books for a month. She won't be terribly <laughs> happy about that. Um.
0: Anyway, mate, <laughs> I've got my cup of tea. I've got a couple of chocolate biscuits. So I think we should get into the jingle. What do you reckon? Yeah, mate. Yep. Do you remember the counting, or do you want me to do
1: it this time? Yeah, we, have a, we, could have a, uh, we could do a chop and change this time. It might be Andy's turn to count us in, I think. All right, two, three, four, five, tools down, up the mic. A tricky guy, a radio guy, two best mates chatting on the fly. We're musos, we're dads, we're completely the same. We'll yawn about anything, it's all fair game. One hits nails. And one nail's heads. We'll review good beers and just shoot the shit. Where are Ben B and Andy G? And this is trade Tradio. Tradio.
0: Episode 7. Kia ora to our Tradio podcast listeners all over the world. So it's great to have America, Canada, Italy, the UK, Australia, Romania, Argentina, the motherland New Zealand. You can come give us a like at facebook.com slash podcast and email us if you like as well. We'd love to get you on as a guest at some point at tradiochat at gmail.com. Happy to hear from you. Whatever. Uh, Story of the week for you, mate. I was putting some uh, air into the tyres on my ute at the petrol station. Uh, just last week you know, it's getting a bit low and uh, because my my ute is, is is it's got quite um it's quite high off the wheel the wheel arch is quite high off the top of the wheel so you can see quite a bit behind it if you know what i mean yeah and i could see this this rag there was a rag sitting just above my suspension and just underneath the tray on the back of the ute yeah. and i'd never seen this rag before so i just started pulling it and it kept coming and kept coming. And it was an, an entire towel stuffed underneath my uh, the, the trail, my ute. And How I. How did it get under there? I've no idea. I never put it there. I have taken <laughs> the ute to various mechanics over time. So I wonder if maybe they'd left it there and literally stuffed it into this little gap. But for all, if it, if it wasn't one of the mechanics I've taken it to lately, maybe the previous owner did it. And yeah. I've been driving my ute around for the last three years with this towel jammed into the suspension (laughs) underneath it was strange it was a massive someone's
1: missing their favorite towel at the moment like where the fuck do i put that towel well
0: they're not (laughs) they're not getting it they're not getting it back now i mean but i mean of all the things that you could find stuffed into your vehicle yeah yeah and it was yeah it was i was pretty rooted though it was pretty muddy and greasy so no one was going to want it back anyway (laughs) but yeah what a random thing to find eh?
1: Yeah, yeah, fishy, fishy in there.
0: Yeah, it was actually that I kind of what I what I think it was a bit like was you know when you see a thread hanging off your t-shirt and you pull the thread and suddenly it just goes, (laughs) it pulls all the way out. Yeah, Yeah, it felt like that. Yeah, this towel was massive, and I didn't know if it was going to stop coming out.
1: (laughs) But anyway, someone will be missing it. Yeah, as long as it doesn't get caught around your drive shaft or something when you're driving along, oh, yeah, it was close to it. It's a good trick to play on someone that if you really want to piss someone off, <laughs> go and get some really long zip ties mm-hmm. and go underneath their uh, ute and put some zip ties around their drive shaft and <laughs> under the um in the under the arch area and, yep. and leave the tags long so they flick and they flick against it <laughs> as it's going around. And they hear <laughs> <laughs> they're driving along and they're like, what is that noise? Is something wrong with my ute. Take it to a mechanic to find out what's wrong with it.
0: I like that. I do like that. That's a bloody good idea.
1: It's all tricks to play on
0: people. There's lots of um, people in my fire brigade who drive utes. Maybe, maybe we could do a couple of them. <laughs> it's not a shabby idea. Yeah. Yeah. See see the things you put in my fucking head.
1: Yeah, yeah. Shocking. <laughs> I know I've got a few worse ones than that, but I won't I won't bring those up just yet.
0: <laughs> well, if you do, drop in a disclaimer.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do not try this at home. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Training. Oh, fuck! I'm shattered at the moment. Eh? I have had such a massive bloody weekend. We had a did my had my first dirt bike race back on uh, Saturday. Well oh, cool, mate! For old forty-one-year-old old racing all these young fellows What? So was it an enduro? No, we did a, there's a new series that sort of semi come out and they're, they're, they're just trialing it at the moment. It's a sprint series. Yeah. So it's basically like a mini motocross, but through the bush. So it was about oh, an okay. eight kilometer course that we had to do and you had to do it a certain amount of times, but you, and, you, and it was basically just timed and then you got a little break between each lap and you had to yeah. go as fast as you can. So oh, it, you would have done a right. intense racing. You're a pretty quick rider. Oh, I'm not fa- not as fast as I used to be. Yeah, I'm still I'm still faster than most of the field. Well, that's good. I got uh, twenty fifth overall. Hey, I mean, how many? There's about a hundred riders, I think. So, I
0: thought you're you going to say there were twenty six riders.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was twenty seven.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good, mate. Yeah, so you, you beat three quarters of the of the field, then.
1: Yeah, it was, it was quite funny because it it a few and, a few of my mates. And I went over and we thought, well, yeah, we're all getting a bit moved out, outside of our prime racing days now. So <laughs> we went over and uh, did a few few laps. And at the end of the day, between four of us, it came down to less than two seconds over oh, the wow. whole, all of our times. Me and my other mate that went, the, um, Jason, between him and I was 0.6 of a second. Wow. Really? Over the whole day. So we're pretty much exactly the same speed.
0: So I wonder if 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 it was that close between quite a few of you, you may have finished in a much higher spot potentially had you been a couple of seconds quicker here and there.
1: Yeah, well that's the thing. If we had been a couple of seconds faster, then we, you know, I would have. I had a big crash on the second to last lap, and I had to stop oh. and straighten my bike out a little bit. So that lost me probably <laughs> thirty seconds. So oh, true. Know. that 30... so I would have been
0: ahead. Yeah, yeah. Top ten, top ten, mate. If you'd made that.
1: <laughs> now I hope we're going up against our uh, mate that we interviewed a while back, Chris Birch. He was there. Oh yeah, how did he get and, on? Uh, oh, he was absolutely flying, and he wasn't even trying that hard. Eh? Yeah, yeah. He flew oh, past me like you. I was standing still at one point.
0: Good on you though, man, because yeah. I, I know that's your yeah. passion. So I'm glad you sort of got back into that because I know you've done you did, you've done heaps of practice. I don't remember you not crashing every time you practice. Yeah. So you kind of you <laughs> kind of kept up appearances there.
1: Yeah, I'm good at crashing. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you're still in one pace. Yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah. I was quite surprised, actually, since I've been doing a little bit of training and less drinking, less beer, which was a good thing. Yeah, I actually felt really good. Oh, good. I was actually surprised at how fit I was. It's quite funny how quickly you can lose your fitness if you're not doing the right things. But, um, yeah, was, I was quite surprised. I was, I was quite happy. I'm quite looking forward to the next, next race now.
0: That's good, mate. Well, I suppose being a tradie, though, you're always keeping fit in some respect, but I suppose it's a different fitness, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I think being a tradie keeps you strong, eh? Like lifting a lot of timber and concrete. And I just did a big job in town here for a lady and did a big retaining wall, so it was like a lot of digging holes and, you know, putting concrete in and then had to backfill it with gravel, and so it was a lot of shoveling, so it keeps you pretty fit and strong.
0: Someone's got to do it.
1: Someone's got to do it, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: remember from the uh, the last episode we did, uh, we had Kelly Fox, who runs some pretty big Facebook pages, including a massive traffic page. I got a text from you last night with a bit of a yeah. surprise.
1: <laughs> I just turned the TV on. I was just getting to the end of the news, and it flicked over to the good sorts that they have on TV1, on Channel 1, on the news. And uh, I heard the voice, and I thought, that voice sounds familiar. And then she started talking about traffic, and I went and had a look, and sure enough, it was Kelly. It was the Google that we interviewed on our last podcast.
0: That's crazy, <laughs> yeah. Because good sorts obviously focuses on people who do things for their community, and um, it was good to see. Because I watched it on the Plus One channel. So after yeah. you'd said that, I went and made sure I watched it an hour later, and um, I flipped her a message actually, and I said, "Hey, you bloody good sort," and she replied <laughs> back, and she, she replied back and said, "Yeah, fucking shame, eh." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, she seemed like a bit of a character, eh? Like when we interviewed her and that. So,
0: yeah, no, I see she got on there. I said good on her on our behalf, in fact. And here's the thing like, like you said in your text, we beat the TV to her on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We got one up on them. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So we got there first. But no, it was really cool to see her on there. Yeah, really cool. Actually, talking to traffic, cars, et cetera, a new law has come in this week making it illegal to smoke in the car with under-18s on board, mainly to save children from exposure to secondhand smoke. And I think this was last May that this was passed. And it, I just thought, why do you need a, a, a law to stop someone doing something where common sense should really prevail? Like if your yeah. kids are in your car and you light up a cigarette, you're not fit to be a parent in my in my opinion.
1: No, I think uh, I think you're right there Andy I think um people should just know how to treat their kids and not, you know, you lighting up a lighting up a smoke in the car while your kids are in there is uh mm. it's a pretty stupid thing really and it? it's yeah. I it's guess a- like it's it's hard to say like if you say like a person that suffers from addiction like nicotine's an addiction then you probably don't think about it that much, eh? Hey? Like you've just your yeah. addiction takes control of you and you...
0: What do they call it? I think it's like a trigger action, is what they call it. It's like when you're out having a beer with your mates, you need you hold a beer in one hand, you need to do the old smoking action with the other. When you jump in your car, a lot of people tend to just go straight for the ciggies when they do that. It's just that trigger action, that action that they do that makes their yeah. brain subconsciously say, Oh, I'd have a cigarette with this. Um apparently police will have discretion to issue on the spot fines of $50 for those who smoke in their cars they can issue warnings or even refer people to um, stop smoking support services so mm-hmm. that's that's what the what, that's what the, the the punishment is if you caught smoking with your kids in the car but you know be a good parent don't do it um
1: yeah. we joy joined- get a little tut-tut-tut and a slap on the wrist
0: <laughs> or, yeah, and a fifty dollar fine, which I mean, well, a pack of smokes is probably worth fifty bucks these days, isn't it?
1: <laughs> probably twice that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that'll that'll uh will <laughs> stop you buying a packet for a couple of weeks. Um so New Zealand joins Australia, Finland, the UK, parts of Canada and some US states in banning smoking in cars with kids. I think it should just be a blanket ban everywhere, but of course, you know, up to each government. But like I say, common yeah. sense should prevail. Don't smoke
1: in the car with the kids. It's not right. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, they're not going to be in your car forever. So no. I'm pretty sure you can give it up for a while. Once the kids leave home, then you can take it up again if you really want
0: to. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it. I mean, I used to be a smoker, but I I, I like to say I had a bit of common sense and didn't smoke where I shouldn't have.
1: And oh. you gave it up.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, talking 12, the main I'm thing. talking 12 years ago. It was like a peer pressure bullshit thing that I did. You know, my mates and yeah. I had an Oasis tribute band at high school. Our uh, bass guitarist was a bit of a smoker, and so we joined him one day, and it sort of went from there for a couple of years. And i thought, what the fuck was the point? No
2: point.
1: <laughs> the smoke hanging out in the corner of your mouth. Mm. And that was no. kind of the rock star image, though, mate. Rock star image. <laughs>
0: yeah, it kind of was it. We were trying to be Liam and Noel Gallagher. Yeah. Mud for it, mate. Fuck yeah. Mud for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Have you seen, talking about sort of British bands, have you seen that? Uh, I've only seen the highlights for that new show that has come out for Peter Jackson. About the Beatles. Oh, I saw a trailer for that last night. I yeah. saw a trailer for it. Yeah, I haven't seen the haven't seen it yet. It actually would be quite interesting to watch, I think. A pretty incredible group, A, eh, really, for what yeah, they achieved. Well,
0: when I saw the footage though, for a second I thought, you know, just a quick glimpse, I thought maybe it was some actors who really looked like them. Because yeah. the, the footage was so clear. Like it's mm-hmm. been, it's been. I mean, it's a Peter Jackson thing, so of course he's going to have um, digitized it and tidied it up and maybe recolorized yeah. it. But yeah, it looks brilliant, and I, I can't wait to see it. I think it would be, be a fantastic thing to watch. It will be.
1: Have you had a chance to get out fishing down your way yet? Well, no. Have you tasted the ocean out there?
0: Be honest, I haven't. But when I mentioned to you in the last podcast that I was driving fire trucks around Lake Collaridge, where you can catch lots of trout. Oh, yeah. and uh, you did mention that when you come down here next we should make a beeline for that and go and do some trout fishing i have a gut feeling at this stage that could be the next time i go fishing
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that could That'd be, be hilarious a couple of muppets like us trying to try and fly fishing on the- <laughs> imagine that I'm sure I can get I my hands no on a boat. I no idea how to fly fish. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it's not necessarily fly fishing. I'm sure I can get my hands on a boat and we'll just chuck a couple of uh, rods in because we can we can easily uh, do some trolling.
1: Just go trolling and drink beer all the way around the
0: lake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to be careful, though, on that lake because there's actually a, um, a turbine inlet which doesn't have any protection around it. So this oh, thing really? is literally just sucking water. I, I saw it. It's just this massive whirlpool. To the side of the lake. I mean, it's obvious where it is, but there's no protection around it. Um, that. Yeah, you don't <laughs> you don't want to get stuck in that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, we'll just stay away from it. I'm sure we'll be fine. But Jesus yeah, looks, yeah. looks pretty scary.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple of pictures of those things, eh? The big inlets for those ter- and they do, they look terrifying, mm. eh? You think, ooh, we mm. wouldn't want to go down there.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely not. It didn't look good from the land, let alone being on a little boat going towards it. Mm.
1: Wouldn't want your motor to conk out in here, would you? No.
0: <laughs> and that's uh, and what you know, if you if you if you're in trouble and your motor conks out, some people then naturally just dive overboard, don't us swim back to safety, but you don't want to do that either.
1: Yeah, yeah, Not
0: on Lake Coleridge when you're next to the next to the bloody uh, whirlpool. <laughs> you'll end oh. up as you'll end up as turbine shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, You get spat out the other end. <laughs> <laughs> it's going downhill. The conversation's going downhill already.
0: It <laughs> is, mate. <laughs> We
1: we haven't chatted properly since the last podcast. There's a bit to catch up on. Yeah, no, I've been busy. On I mean, another note, I um, I should tell you, I got the um, the upholstery is out of the boat at the moment. Oh, okay, yeah, finally getting done. Oh, now, that's got to be going to be hopefully done by the end of this week or beginning of next week. So,
0: so you're going away from the fake grey leather motif with the green stripes, and what what are you going? Yeah, with? and just
1: going to modern modern light grey with no stripes. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, <laughs> It's still going to be, like, great. It's just just more modern looking. It'll look good. Yeah, it'll
0: be all right. You go with your sort of brand spanking new engine. Yeah, yeah, shit, (laughs) yeah.
1: It'll all look the part finally, eh? Yeah. Uh, Didn't you say you went fishing with your dad recently? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, with the old man and I and my son. We went for a fish and uh, got to the boat ramp. And before we'd even launched the boat, it was all on. There were killer whales right at the boat ramp. Oh, true. And it was amazing. Yeah, one of them was leaping, leapt right out of the water, eh? And and the other one, they must have been chasing stingrays because the other one was going along like smacking his tail on the water. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And man, it was quite cool. We got, we went out. You're not supposed to get too close to them, but we went out and they were probably, I don't know, maybe 50, 100 meters away from the boat. Yep. And uh, no, pretty, pretty awesome sight to see, eh? Yeah, they would be. Well, it reminds me he was he was stoked.
0: Well, that uh, that time you and I were on your boat and we saw that little sea lion. That was a friend, <laughs> yeah, friendly little right. fellow,
1: eh? Friendly little fellow. <laughs> That's right, swimming up to the boat.
0: Yeah, but that, see, that's the first time your son's been out fishing since you and I took him when I was up there a few months back. And um, what was the catch like? Was he was he reeling them in as quickly as he was in that previous trip? Yeah,
1: yep, he was. Oh, he's, was uh, he? He's the, he's the man at fishing now. Oh, how about that? He must uh, be the, he's the, the good luck omen. He caught the biggest fish and the most. So Again? Again, yeah. He got about an eight-pounder, so quite a good size fish.
0: That's a good. That's a good job from him, mate. Outshining you and your dad, who are quite seasoned fishers.
1: <laughs> he just lowers it to the bottom and just patiently, patiently, patiently sits there and just every time, boof, just gets that's a good awesome. fish. So, oh, I have we'll to make sure we down now.
0: Make sure we take them next time we go. Next time I come up, then
1: yeah, because we might need to feed and we can't catch it. So
0: <laughs> yeah, because the, the thing is, if you take a banana on the boat, it's bad luck. But if we take your son, you catch yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. You get everything. <laughs>
1: The last fishing trip, not this one, but the one before, someone took a banana on the boat because I found it about a week later, stashed up the front on the shelf, and it was starting to go a bit black and horrible, so I had to carefully take it out of the boat so it didn't burst everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: was pretty gross. Burst just like your rotten egg a couple of weeks back. Yeah, yeah. Like the rotten egg. (laughs) Uh, he was the story that Oren told about his rotten egg. Have a listen.
1: I got home the, the other day. I'd been out working and I thought, I got home and I thought, okay, I'm going to make myself a nice lunch. So I got home early and I knew I had a piece of sirloin steak in the, in the fridge and had been in there for a couple of days. Actually, it had been in there since we had our barbecue. So it had been in there for like a week. Yep. So I thought, oh, that's going to be perfect. It's going to be all nice and ripe and really good. I got it out and I cooked it in the frying pan and I got it beautiful and I put it, I took it out and I put it on a plate, and let it sit, you know, you let your meat sit to get it beautiful. Absolutely. I thought, oh, I reckon steak and eggs for lunch would be perfect. So I got some eggs out of the fridge and my my mum had dropped us some free range eggs from my auntie, only yep. like a, probably a few days beforehand. She told me afterwards, she said, be sure to crack these eggs into a cup and then put them in your frying pan or your baking or whatever you're going to use them for because you never know what's going to happen. So anyway, I cracked an egg into the frying pan beautifully. Oh, it looked good. And I was thinking, oh, it's going to go really nice on my steak. And I thought, I'll have three eggs with my steak for lunch. So I cracked the second one. I was like, oh, that one had a bit of a soft shell on it, but it went in all right and it broke the yolk. And I was like, oh, that's all right. Yeah. Went to crack the third one in, and as I hit it on the side of the frying pan, it just exploded in my hand. And this black gunge just went everywhere into the frying pan, and it was like instant sewage. It was (laughs) terrible, mate. I literally gagged as soon as it happened. Oh, yuck. (laughs) And I just, the only thing I could do was scrape it off into a tray and put the tray outside and quickly soak the frying pan in water. It was so bad (laughs) the whole house. Even my wife came in that night. She goes, what's that smell? I can smell something in it. It smells a bit off. Is that the rubbish bin? And I went, (laughs) no, no, I've got a story for you.
0: It was was my lunch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was my lunch. Yeah, so luckily I didn't destroy the steak. So I got a new frying pan out and I cooked a couple of eggs. And they were okay, and then that all went well after that. But, oh, my God, it was so bad. It was like, I think if I hadn't have taken it out of the fridge when I did, I reckon within 24 hours it would have exploded in the fridge and blown its black guns everywhere.
0: I wonder what it was. Was it like a malformed chicken or something? I it don't know, mate. It, but it, the was process. Like,
1: it was like a mutant chicken in an egg, but it, it just exploded. I, mean, I just touched it on the side of the frying pan, and it just went poof. <laughs> so looking forward to a decent break at Christmas time But I think when, the biggest problem that I can see that's going to happen I think every Aucklander, person from Hamilton, person from Tauranga Is going to want to have a break on the Coromandel Peninsula too at the same time And they're all going to flood here by the millions
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it Because we've we've gone, for, we, I'm sorry I'm eating biscuits mate, that's real rude um, no, You're right, you're right I'm enjoying my cup of tea But the traffic light system kicks in, doesn't it, very soon yeah. And I still don't have a full understanding of how it'll work. So I mean I've got a better understanding than I did. But I still well, red need light, to do... red
1: light, stop, green light go.
0: <laughs> red light, green light. Yeah, red light, green light. Squid game type thing.
1: Oh, so yeah. maybe
0: red light, green light. If you do something wrong when the green light comes on, you get shot.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Squid games.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing like COVID, etc. Um, it's a few months back, one person brought it back from Sydney. So a little bit disconcerting. I mean, I wonder how that guy must be feeling now, eh? Because he really be brought that back and then it's just the, yeah. it's just, just spiralled out of control from there, eh? I
1: guess he's probably thinking, well, if it wasn't me, it was going to be someone else.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 But that's, uh, I mean, I, I hope he, it's hard to say, like, it wasn't his fault, if that's the right way to say. Like, he didn't know he'd contracted it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it's a it's a contentious issue though, isn't it? Oh 182 cases, mate.
1: I know. Yep. It's a bit worrying sometimes, you know. <laughs> 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 Had to chuck that in. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, new variant doing the rounds called Omicron. Omicron um, Percy I eight from The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. My wife reckons it sounds like a new transformer. <laughs> Omicron assemble. <laughs> um, it's funny that way. Like people are on the hate the prime minister bandwagon now. Eh? it's everything's Jacinda's fault, and I, I, I kind of feel bad for her. I really do. Yeah.
1: So. Well, at the end of the day, she's only doing what she thinks is best for the country. I suppose it's. No matter what she does, there's always going to be someone who's not going to be happy with the decision, eh? Exactly. I mean, the Prime Minister
0: or the Presidents of said country, they're, they're always the puppet. There's always someone holding the strings above them, right? Controlling everything that they pretty much do. Um, yeah, there's always,
1: there's always someone behind them telling them what to say and what not to yeah. say. yeah.
0: And I mean, I do. I feel bad for it. And over my years working in the radio, I've met her a few times, and she's lovely. She's down to earth. She's the same <clears throat> age as us, mate. You know, she's she's our yeah, age. Yeah. But I don't think I could run a country, honestly, mate. So she's definitely something else. Um, yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, but the so thing—the people be a
1: shambles, bloody shambles.
0: <laughs> people, people just get on the hate the prime minister bandwagon. It's like, oh, this roadworks on my street, fucking Jacinda. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm running out of toothpaste. Oh, for fuck's sake, Jacinda.
1: <laughs> or oh, even worse, I'm running out of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jacinda.
0: <laughs> actually, um, to be fair, though, the Prime Minister before her, John Key, he was also a nice guy as well. I met him. And I actually um, found a bit of audio I want to share with you. He came into the radio station that I was working at in Rotorua. And I thought, I'll get him to record a couple of lines for my show. Have a listen to this.
2: G'day, it's John Key, Prime Minister here, and whenever I'm in Rukta I listen to Andy. He told me if I endorsed him, he'd vote for me again. Well, Andy, mate, you scratch my back, and I'll scratch yours. That's <laughs> one. <lying. laughs> G'day, it's John Key, Prime Minister here. I've seen some bad disasters in my time, especially the Christchurch earthquake, but Andy is probably the worst one I've seen. <laughs> Hi, this is John Key, Prime Minister of New Zealand. Andy asked me to say a few lines in exchange for a free CD. Nice offer, I thought. Trouble was, he neglected to mention the CD was blank. Uh, Yeah, thanks, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) He's a good sort. There's one one more. Hi, John Key here. And as Prime Minister, I put forth a lot of my policies. My latest policy was to never listen to (laughs) Andy again. That's a cracker of a policy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: right <laughs> <laughs> a cracker of a policy that's a cracker of a policy yeah so you uh, know i've met a few good prime ministers i mean people have their you know they have their reasons to dislike some of the things they do but i've had nothing but good experiences
1: with them so there you go there's a prime example <laughs> prime minister example
2: <laughs> prime uh,
1: minister example yeah. yeah well i guess at the end of the day they're only trying to do their job well that's it like I mean, anyone. Well that's the, the thing guy though, down they do the local fish and shop trying to fish and chip shop trying to do his job, and he always probably gets complaints as well. Oh, so
0: exactly. They, they they yeah, those fish and chip shop folk, man, they need security all night all day, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. prime Prime ministers definitely do. Holy crap, they're the security <laughs> detail that they have to have with them. I think they actually yeah. have security guards with them even when they're not in office anymore. Really. Yeah, I know Americans do. I, I can't talk too much for New Zealand. That was just a, just a guess. But I know that Donald Trump and Barack Obama and George W. Bush um, still have security detail. They have security guards with them all the time.
1: Yeah, I guess they probably have. There's probably still a few nusses around, though. So mm. Oh, yeah. You never know, they could oh, yeah. go after them afterwards.
0: I don't know. I mean, that would be normal to them now, wouldn't it?
1: But it would be. it's yeah. a
0: strange concept for you and I. Because we don't have that, obviously. Uh, but what a strange concept. Always having security, watching your back for you. I don't know if I could
1: live that way. No, nah, be kind of um be kind of like scared, Keep you on edge, Jay. Eh? You'd be sort of almost real scared all the time, like thinking why like if you have to have security, that means there's a threat against you. So
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is a worry. I mean, mind you, like I say, it's probably normal to them and they're not too worried because they know their security folk are uh are good at what they do,
1: yeah.
0: But if they take one wrong step, that's kind of it for them.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Well, oh, well. All right, mate. Do you fancy a dad joke? Well, we could we could have a have a crack at it. Dad jokes
0: are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. All right, do you want me to start first again? <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> All right, then
0: I will. I'm really not a fan of Russian dolls. Because they're so
1: full of themselves. (laughs) Oh, that's quite a good one, actually. Why is Peter Pan always flying?
0: I don't know. Because he
1: he never lands. I
0: thought you were going to say he's always high as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) What kind of doctor is Dr. Pepper?
1: Dr. Pepper.
0: He's a physician. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we bought a soda stream today, mate. Oh yeah, yeah. This is not a dad joke. Oh. This is real. And you can actually, you can actually buy the syrups that go with it now. But they're like Pepsi and Mountain Dew. And, oh yeah, they're that yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah, how cool is that? It's not just the yeah. fake shitty ones anymore. You can actually get the real deal. So we got the Mountain Dew. And uh, does it still has- do
1: the thing where you push the button and it goes, and it beats? Uh, No, it doesn't
0: beep, actually. It it goes... (laughs) (laughs) It literally goes gassy. Sorry, as you were. Uh,
1: As you were. It's all right. You have to try and mix it with rum and see how it goes. (laughs) Easily done. Mm. Sundays are always a little sad, but the day before is a Saturday.
0: And the day after is quite mundane. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If you're ever locked out of your house, start talking to your lock calmly and clearly. After all, good communication is the key.
1: (laughs) Dogs can't operate MRI machines, but cats can. (laughs) (laughs) What do you call a coupon using vampire?
0: What a coupon-using vampire! A coupon-using vampire discount. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know they're suckers for deals.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know? Did you know that five fourths of people admit they're really bad at fractions?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is it? Ten out of every eight people can't count. <laughs> um. My wife called me a sex machine. Well, I mean her exact words were, you're a fucking tool, but I knew what she meant. <laughs> I think this is your last one now.
1: You know, I spend a lot of time and a lot of money and effort childproofing my house. But the little buggers still get in. <laughs>
0: That's good. That's good. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we dance. The dad joke off is complete. Well, there you go, mate. Five all again. I think we've just stopped counting who laughs at what joke. <laughs> I mean. They're all
1: good. Yep. Yep. yep.
0: Talking to the kids, actually, um, you know, with your last joke. My daughter, Elise, she is almost a year and a half old now. Her art is really coming along. All the walls <laughs> on the floor. All over the bench. <laughs> Honestly, she, she knows what paper is, and she does ask for paper, but she doesn't keep the felts on the paper for long. And no. we live in a rental property, and the curtains and the walls, obviously not ours, but she likes to draw on them. Um, <laughs> but they, they are water-soluble pens, so they come off really easily, which is just brilliant. But it's just we're going through this phase now where everything needs to be coloured in.
1: <laughs> yep. Especially and the wall in the living room.
0: Yeah, exactly. I did learn this little thing. I mean, this is useless to you, mate, because you don't have kids of that age anymore. But I, I learned this a while back, is that when you've got kids who are going through that phase of drawing on the walls, almost at their sort of eye level, put newspaper print on the wall, sort of just tape, tape newspaper print up. So when they do draw, they're drawing on the newspaper print. Oh, yeah. But there's a part of me that says, well, that stuff absorbs ink pretty well. (laughs) I'm sure it would still push it through to the wall behind you. So there must be another solution. But there's something you can do to protect your walls is actually train them to use one specific area where they can draw on the walls, but the the, the pen just won't go through. Uh,
1: Put a chalkboard on the wall.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or just get water-soluble ones like we've got, and it comes off really well. You've
1: seen that, that chalkboard paint, eh? And you just paint your wall with it. Yeah, if the whole thing's just a big chalkboard. Yeah, we've got some That'd of that somewhere. Cool. Yeah, we'll even I'd somewhere. still be interested. that. In I could draw all over the walls, make <laughs> yeah. crosses. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Or draw up your plans for your next big build. Yeah, <laughs> and do, do it in all sorts of colours. To be honest, it would come in real handy because you can never find a bloody piece of paper and a pen in your house. So eh? whenever you you know you need to write something down, you get an idea or you. You need to quickly write a number down or something. It'd yeah. be awesome. You just pick up a piece of chalk and write it on the wall. I'd seen, <laughs> I think it was an old
0: Mitsubishi Lancer. Someone painted their Lancer with that paint and it was just covered in chalk. And I'm pretty sure, was it in Thames? I must have seen it in Thames. But literally it was just like a matte black car. So it wasn't shiny. So it must have been that chalkboard stuff, but it had um, yeah, yeah, chalk drawings all over it. So they, they must have just let the kids <laughs> go down. Yeah. Um, every yeah, time it rains. Yeah, exactly. Clean car, start again. <laughs> it's good Radio. It's so much hotter doing this podcast, mate Like today is stonking hot I'm in this little wardrobe with no ventilation That's getting hot So I think for the summer Our podcasts need to be a little bit shorter
1: <laughs> And they need to be you Go sit out on the deck yeah.
0: <laughs> We literally should do an outdoors one one day That'd be quite
1: cool Yeah, yeah. yeah I've got the window open And here and the door open And it's still blooming hot, eh? Yeah, yeah so- oh.
0: I, I do have fans, but I've got to try and minimize how much noise I'm making here. Cause the slight, slightest bit of air pressure knocks my mic out. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's that sensitive.
1: When we did that ride on the weekend, did that bit of racing, it was so hot in the forest, man. And like drank I probably drank three or four liters of water while doing it. And yeah, then easily. Um, Yeah, I was thinking about hey, you sort of try and get in a bit of training to do better in the races and stuff, hey? And and uh Get out and do a bit more cycling, but on the cycling, note, my uh, wife's just joining the e-bike evolution. She's, <laughs> okay, uh, the e-bike revolution, I should say. Um, she's she's just getting her Christmas present a little bit early this year, so she's going to be on the e-bike. Nice, mate. So, what, uh,
0: what are they sort of going for these days,
1: though? I haven't really looked into them. They're not cheap, eh? They um, like a, an entry level one is about four grand. It's, it's a, they're good bikes, they're really good, but uh, yeah, yeah. entry level is about uh, about four grand. But a mate of mine, he's just gone out and brought himself a new one and it cost him 11 grand. So they're uh, they're <laughs> not cheap, around. that's for sure. No, but they are quite amazing for people
0: who maybe have disabilities or just don't have that endurance to ride a bike long distances or up hills and stuff like that. So I think they're a great thing, eh? I mean, obviously, if you're going to spend that much on one, then it must be worth it for you.
1: I had a ride on this other one, which was quite expensive. It was about nine grand, that one. But uh, I had a little ride around on a day, and it's actually quite an odd feeling when you go to cycle and the bike just takes off out from, like, it just accelerates away. Yeah, yeah. You're just used to having to put all this extra effort in on a normal push bike, and you just put weight on the pedals and away it goes, you know? it's awesome, mate. It's a really awesome feeling.
0: But I've noticed that some some e-bikes don't look like e-bikes. And I wonder how, you know, if someone entered an e-bike that didn't look like an e-bike into a mountain bike category or a mountain
1: bike race... I wonder how they get away with that. You know I what think, I mean? Um, you could, you could they have scrutineering it. nowadays, eh, on a lot of the mountain bike races. And I think they actually have their own category now. Oh, the e-bike. They actually category. have a category in a lot of mountain bike races for e-bikes now. Oh, right. No, because yeah. I, was, I was
0: thinking more can someone sneak an e-bike into a standard mountain bike race and get away with it? Because <laughs> the technology <laughs> is all, all hidden in the frame, you know. Mind you, scrutineering probably has a way of picking that up, though.
1: Yeah, it's pretty obvious, though, eh, they're, they're pretty chunky looking things compared to a. Uh, you know, a normal bike's got a little tiny piece for the shaft to go through for the main front cog. These things have yeah. got this giant motor mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting up in there. You know, it's pretty big. So oh, well,
0: yeah, maybe. Maybe they won't get away with it then.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. so my, my wife's happy. She's uh, she's going to be out and cycling and getting out and about a bit more. I think she's going to leave me behind now because <laughs> I'll, I'll have to pedal too hard to try and keep up with her. <laughs> You'll be going, and she'll be like, la, la,
0: la, 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 la.
1: <laughs> I might buy her a little basket with a flower on the front to go on the front of the bike. <laughs> yeah, get, get two, mate. Put one
0: on the front of your bike as well. Dear, ya. yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I can put my beers in it. <laughs> <laughs> your beer in it. <laughs> I was going to say exactly the same thing when, yeah, <laughs> oh, dear. That's good. That's good. Still not drinking, actually. Well, no, actually, that's a fucking lie. When I was at my awards, was <laughs> uh, my awards <laughs> night on <laughs> my awards night on Saturday uh, for the fire brigade, and I did have a few there, and then we ended up going to the pub afterwards. Uh, that was the first yeah. time. In, that was the first time in three weeks. But like, I I figured out exactly why I don't like going out on the town anymore. Really, because yeah, I had I bought th- um. Two drinks at the pub afterwards. And was that like 25 bucks for both of them? I, I got this little 12-ounce glass of beer, and it was $12.50. And I thought,
2: Jesus, man, that's ridiculous it's like a money. You want beer for that?
0: You can, yeah. Absolutely you can. But, of course, I mean, it was good. The social thing was good, which was fine. And I put yeah. a little bit of play money aside. So at the end of the day, yeah, but how the fuck can they get away with charging that much for a small glass of beer? It's yeah, just yes.
1: theft. I think it's because the minimum wage is going up, eh? They have to pass
0: that cost on. That's that's why I'd rather spend that money on a box and sit at home on my own.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm the same, mate. I haven't been drinking for a while, but I uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm guilty. I uh, got home tonight and it was stinking hot, and I had there was a few cold beers in the fridge, and I thought I'm going to have a couple of cold beers. So I sat out on the deck and the, under the shade cloth and had a couple of cold beers. It was really good, actually. Just call it the summer's allowance, mate. It's a,
0: it's a summer <laughs> allowance. I earned it after my riding on the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the odd one, but yeah, it was just nice to have a few weeks off, and, and that'll continue now. I don't have any plans to sort of have another drink for a while now, so yeah, I'm, I'm quite enjoying the break. So let's just say, don't expect a beer review on Tradio anytime soon. It'll be it'll be more like, my, what type of tea am I drinking tonight? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no, a couple of tea yeah. yeah, A of just... coffee annex is what we we'll turn into.
0: Yeah, or L&P, mate. L&P is what it's all about. Actually, you've got to see if the Soda Stream has an l <coughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, try it out. that would be the go. Well, that's what you get from uh, McDonald's anyway. Isn't it? It's just basically Soda Stream. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hey, Sometimes they okay, forget to put like the, forget to put the flavouring in it. Sometimes, don't they? Yeah. But that's if the drinks machine's working. <laughs> it's either that yeah. or the ice. It's either that or the ice cream machine. One of the two. <laughs> All right, man, I've got to get out of this fucking hot room. It's it's really warm in here, and I'm starting to sweat like a... Have you got a jumper on, though? No, no, I've got a T-shirt. <laughs> t-shirt, shorts, and I'm not wearing shoes. Anything less, I'd be completely naked, mate, and you probably don't want to see that.
1: <laughs> You're like uh, Ace Ventura trying to get out of the arse of a rhino. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a
0: scene that was holy crap thanks for, thanks for putting that in my mind mate really yeah yeah that.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Good old Jim right. here, eh? yeah Yeah, bloody hell oh good catch up anyway mate uh so our next one will be december the 17th and then it's gonna be christmas hey, you just wanted to get out of that room i do <laughs> And you keep bringing up new shit to talk about. No, I'm joking. But no, December 17th, we'll do the next one. Uh, and it will be released. That is a Friday. So come give us a like, as we said, facebook.com slash Tradio Podcast. you can email us to tradiochat at gmail.com. Maybe you want to be a guest on the show. I'll leave you with this thought for the day, though, mate. The saying, out of sight, out of mind, doesn't apply when you see a big white-tailed spider at home and then lose it. <laughs> <laughs> It's the worst fucking feeling in the world.
1: Yep. Especially if it's a big bastard and you don't know where it went.
0: <laughs> and we've got a few in this house, which is a bit disconcerting.
1: They never even used to be down south, eh? And no, all of a I don't sudden they've started appearing so. down there. So i all heard. Yeah. anyway. Well, it's getting
0: warmer. We're opening more windows and they seem to come in that way. Do you know what? There was one on the ceiling the other day. And I was like, you've got to be careful with them because they jump at you. They actually jump when they're in danger. And I yeah. always, I always go up to them with like a big clump of tissue paper to flush them down the toilet. But this one jumped at me and landed on my t-shirt, and I was like, oh! like a, <laughs> "Honestly, mate, I'm six foot two. I'm quite a big lad, but I shrunk down to nothing that day."
1: Scaled <laughs> <laughs> like a little girl. Yeah. yeah. No, they give yeah. you the shits when they jump off, and you don't know where they went. Oh, gone down the back of your shirt. <laughs> oh, that's it.
0: I got it though in the end because it was crawling across my chest. I was like, Whoa! um <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't mind spiders, but I don't have a lot of time for whitetails. Those things are nasty.
1: <laughs> I was, I've been doing some work on old buildings lately, and uh, New Zealand has got a native, they're like a big black orb weaver thing. They're a great big bugger. They're probably about this you know, this sort of round. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Bastards, this job I just finished a little while ago, they went everywhere. Every piece of wood I turned over had one under a day. And they're a big but They'll have a go. They come running out at you.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if you flip a piece of wood over at your next job and one of them goes, G'day, Oren. How are you, mate? Hey. <laughs> there you go, mate. Yeah. <laughs> All right, catch you on the seventeenth. Okay, mate. See ya. Tradio.